Hey everyone, it's your girl Hannah. Thanks for tuning back in to the Sit With Snit podcast. I've been getting really into ASMR really recently, and I'm not sure if it's because I've been having insomnia, but I just brewed some nice chamomile tea. I'm about to strike a match physically and hopefully one emotionally with all of you lighting a candle just to get the ambiance going and hopefully this will allow for a very special season finale I feel weird making such a declaration about the season finale and I think it's more of an integrity um, measure that I've been doing it for this reason. So much has been happening in my life. Thank God, really amazing shifts and whirlwinds, but ultimately things that have been taking up my time in a new way that have been, I don't want to say enabling me to show up for this podcast, but perhaps have really made me realize that time management is a muscle, and if you don't continuously work it, you may lose it. Um, and I'm taking the steps and the time for that. And you know, we can get into all of the growth measures and things that in life that we can use to better assess where we're holding. But all in all, it's like good vibes, you know, like good vibes, just a lot of good things. Honestly, Shefa, right? Abundance. Um, for those of you who may be new to the podcast or new to following me, Sit With Snit has been an incredible place where like-minded women, this podcast has mainly been of women, shout out to all the incredible souls who have sit in with me, shared their truth, been vulnerable And also the incredible women who listen on this podcast. And no, 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 don't worry. I'm sure there's, you know, that lucky guy out there who's listening as well. But it's been a very um, women, you know, heavy podcast in the best way possible. And it's been a space where we can have deep conversations. We can ask the hard questions with no judgment and make room and create space for our opinions to develop and to thrive. And I think that's really special. And I think that we need more conducive environments. We need more conducive opportunities in which that we can bring ourselves to have such conversations. And that's my biggest hope is that this podcast can inspire other people to go out and have intentional conversations and bring meaning to their everyday lives, even in the areas that seem mundane. I wanted this episode to be a reflective episode, to be one of reflection, and specifically one for myself to kind of take a moment and pause. The way I see this season finale, it really, you know, I'm I'm putting my, you know, like my, their air quotes when I say finale, because it's really a pause. And and what is a pause? I was reading um, Glennon Doyle's Untamed earlier this year. 
And she speaks about um, this practice that she started where the world would just get a little too much, too noisy. She, she couldn't hear her inner voice, her inner thoughts. So she would lock herself in a closet and wait till she could get so quiet. And she would close her eyes. The room would turn dark and she would wait. Wait to the point where she just got so quiet within herself that she connected to what she would call her knowing. And in that knowing, she knew what to do. And this past year, I kind of feel like I've been in that closet. <laughs> it's an interesting you know, metaphor. I know that it has its certain connotations, but bear with me. I feel like, in a sense... I kind of put the outer world on pause and I got very quiet with myself. I said, Hannah, you are born into this world with yourself. And one day after 120, you are going to leave this world with yourself. It's time to make your company your best company. And a large part of that was removing a mechanism that I used to soothe myself, which for many years brought me a lot of safety and protection, honestly, but was no longer serving me. And a year ago, I took a very big step in removing that, um, that tool from my life. And when you remove a tool, you kind of have to start finding new ones to replenish it or else how are you not going to fall into the same old habits? So I started a new journey and it was so in sync because I had also moved back to Miami. I was starting a new job, the panorama, panalanic, whatever you want to call it. Time for a little bit of tea. I'm going to say a braha. I'm just hoping that anyone who is listening, if this is your practice, um, says amen. For those of you who may not be familiar with saying a blessing before eating food in Jewish tradition. Um, I really find it as a mindfulness tool to kind of thank Hashem, the creator, the universe, the energy of all energies for giving me sustenance. And I'm just also, I don't know, elevating something that can be really misused like food. Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu melech haolam bidvaro. Ooh, that's good. That felt that just like warmed everything. Kind of how I hope this podcast feels for you guys. I feel I hope that this episode feels like that sensation of warm tea, just like going down and just like hugging you, like enveloping you from within. That's really <laughs> that's how I hope this this episode feels for all of you. But um, it's crazy because I look at the date and that was exactly 365 days ago. And if anyone had asked me if my life would look like the way it is today. And there are external changes, obviously, like I live in Miami now. I I don't know, maybe I have like a different, I still dress the way I do and things like that, but there were a lot of internal changes. And I think that oftentimes the internal struggles that we face and we achieve, we don't necessarily get a standing ovation on. And I don't know if I... I got so used to this because as someone who came to religion and um, religiosity on my own, I did have a support system that was literally applauding me for everything I did. Like I remember, Hannah, you're keeping Shabbat now. 
Shkoyach, Mazel Tov, or Oh my gosh, you're wearing skirts, whoo, Repetson. Like there were people constantly applauding me, and it gets to a point where it's amazing. You need support systems, but at the end of the day, you need to be your biggest support system because any reliance on external validation does not create and sustain authenticity within yourself and a healthy relationship with yourself. And 365 days ago, I didn't know myself. And I know that sounds crazy because those of you who know me personally are like, wait, but Hannah's so, such an individualist, so authentic. And I'm so grateful. That is so true. But we tend to hide ourselves really well. You know, like I know what you think I am and I know what you want to perceive me as. So I'll give it to you. But deep down, I did not know my inner voice. Or better yet, I had never given room for my inner voice to flourish. And you know what? It doesn't, you know, it doesn't really help to think about the first time that your inner voice was shattered and what happened there because it's in the past. And I think I had a couple of months there and a, f- a bit of time where I was struggling with that, where I wanted to justify or better understand why certain things happened to me. And I still find myself that way. Um, it's not easy to let go of victim mentality. And I think it's something a lot of us experience. And I think people who are first generation or children of foreigners feel it even more. A friend of mine sent me an article about that just because our families sacrifice so much to be in America that it's just kind of one of those natural narratives that we start telling ourselves that we can't feel certain ways or we can't do certain things because someone who came before us didn't have anything and still put it all on the line so that we could, you know, that whole narrative. And I don't know. I think, you know, there's a part of all of us where we kind of anticipate that fall. It's like when you're on a roller coaster and you have the time to start seeing that the roller coaster is going up that mountain. You're like, why on earth did I got down this? I am absolutely crazy. And you start looking down and you're like, it's really high up. I'm nauseous. I might throw up. I hope I don't throw up on the camera of the video that I hope to get after to show all my friends that I actually went on this roller coaster. And you're getting higher up. You're hitting ooh. So you're getting higher up. I'm like building the scene here. You're hearing the cranks in the roller coaster. You're like, is this even safe? Am I gonna be okay? Like you start screaming Shema Israel because that's the only thing in Judaism that you connect to. Maybe sort of what if? Am, am I hitting a heartstring anywhere? And you get to the top and it stops. And you just have a moment to breathe. And the minute you finally like connect with what your fear is, you're ready down that mountain. And the beautiful thing about life is that that moment when you're on top, you can actually take a minute to pause and self-reflect. And I think that's what I'm trying to instill within myself and hopefully all of you from that experience is that right now I climbed a mountain and I can see the one, you know, I can see the depth of that mountain behind me and I can see everything I surpassed. And you know what I see in front of me? I see a valley of many more mountains to come. But I also look beneath me and I see who I am and I see myself and I know that I can handle it. And we're not taught to ask for challenges. That's not at all what I am saying here. But there's this knowing that within me, 
because of the time that I took these past 12 months and my whole life until this point to gear up and be ready for whatever comes my way. I'm just excited that I have myself for the journey. And I don't think I've ever been able to say that quite honestly. There were so many things that were blocking me. Um, Things that I still struggle with till this day. It's not like they're not there. They're just a little bit quieter. You know, they still come up and say, hi, you should get annoyed by me. Maybe you shouldn't go out today because this is this is real. But instead, I acknowledge those those experiences, those ideas that I have about myself. I say, hey, look at you. Take a seat because you're, you're not riding in the front today. And that's been a whole journey. And it's it's almost been a full-time job. And in the midst of all that, I've also done so much in the realm of my professionalism. I have had such a wonderful experience creating this podcast and going more into the creative realm, which I really hope that anyone who is kind of on the fence as to what they should do in their life, they have the strength to start over and really pursue that which sets their souls on fire. And it's different for everyone, honestly. Some people are very pragmatic and they can work a nine to five. And the minute they get home, you know, it doesn't phase them. However, I think lot of our generation, we need to be mission-driven. We need to align with something greater than ourselves. And I found that I needed that. And the past few months since I started this podcast, I have been able to experiment, to grow and develop in the realm of social media and content creation and just connect with so many amazing creatives, designers, people that just keep me going. I think, you know, as a child, I was never the artist. I was never the most talented in the room, but I knew how to value those that were. And even more so, I knew how to connect everyone together. If you meet me, and those of you who know me can attest to this, one of my strong suits is that I'll probably think of five people within the first five minutes of speaking to you that you automatically need to know because of just who I know in my network. It's as if networking kind of is my love language, um, which also helps me with in the world of branding. And that leads me to now, like a year later, I'm I'm running my own business. Like I feel like I have to whisper that, like, I have my own business. Like I'm registering for an LLC. Like I should scream this off the rooftops, honestly, because it's a tremendous, tremendous Oh, achievement. I I mean, it's not perfect, but I, I'm owning it and I have clients and there's a real beauty actually to the name of it. I was, <laughs> I don't know if this happens to most people or it's just me, but I was sleeping on Shabbat and I woke up in the middle of the night and I just knew the name for this agency. I'm very inspired by one specific um, creative and her like nickname is Hattrick and she created Patrick House in Australia, really, really dynamite um, creative agency. They're doing such innovative work. Um, you should totally check them out. And I was like, okay, it has to be something with a house. So I just, it came to me. It was House of Shefa. Shefa in Hebrew, um, if I were to state it simply, means abundance, but it creates a channel of brachot, of blessing, of abundance. So I knew that whatever I work in, whatever I create, I want it to be a home of abundance. I want it to be a place where it can house brands that want to create something for themselves and attract in likeness the abundance of good fortune, of 
the right partnerships, of everything that should be coherent and also just right. It should just be right. And, you know, some people are like, oh, no, Hannah, like, is this going to be just like a solely Jewish endeavor, Shefa, it's Hebrew. And I was like, I just like the way it sounds and it's my initials and that's it. I didn't have to ask so many people for their opinions. And me a year ago, I probably would have like created a survey would have asked every single one of you five times over, do you like this name? Do you like this name? How do you feel? And of course, don't get me wrong. I had my my certain people that I went to, but at the end of the day, I made my decision and that was that. And that was so powerful for me. It was so powerful just to know that I was doing the right thing for me. And that has a lot to do also with being in tune with your body. Like Hashem we're so divinely created. Like we have a body that like you literally feel things in your gut. Like trust your gut literally has merit to it. Your gut is basically like the second command in your brain. Like it has a whole nervous system and knows things. Um, And your gut really actually even determines your mood. If your gut is out of whack, I highly suggest you seek, you know, holistic help. I've been loving, well, that's a whole other journey to get into. Um, but your body usually has a reaction and a lot of people will say, just trust your gut. But I say one more thing, trust your gut and bring your intellect in it, bring your values because here's, I'll give you an example. My gut, I wake up in the morning. Oh, my body's so tired. It wants five more minutes. Okay. That's valid. My body's tired. It wants five more minutes, but I bring my intellect I got it. I have things I need to do. Okay, I didn't sleep so perfect. Boo-hoo. Go make some iced coffee. It'll taste great. But you want to be nice to yourself too, right? So I'll be like, all right. Hey, body. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. You're so tired. Oh, the pillow didn't feel right. I know. I know. But you know what? I'm going to make you some yummy iced coffee. And we're going to ice roll to Sebastian Yastara. And it'll be so good. And you'll be back in bed before you know it. Literally. I like shoo-shoo my body sometimes because I'm like, you'll be okay. Or let's say you're in a workout. And I mean, I've never met anyone who's excited to go on the treadmill. Let me know if you are. I'd love to be proven wrong, but no one's excited to be on the treadmill. And you literally have five more minutes of your workout and you don't know how you're going to do it. The lactic acid is building up and you're like, I would like to plop on the ground. But your intellect comes in and says, you've already done 25 minutes of this, Hannah. Five more minutes is going to be, it's going to feel so good. Come on, you got this. Your body deserves this. Reward yourself. You're amazing. Um, That sounds like amazing synergy between my mind and body. Now, that's not something that came easily to me or ever occurred to me, but it's something I'm working. And as I said, when we first hopped on, everything is a muscle. And the minute you stop working a muscle, it's going to hurt 10 times harder when you start again. So you should have integrity with it. But all in all, it's been really special to sit with reflection and be reflective and pause. And in that pause, just get real quiet with yourself. See what comes up. And eventually you'll be able to reach that pinnacle of truth. And that can be within so many realms. It could be about decision-making. It can be um, when if you feel meditative. But before you pause, you kind of have to 
get real with what is in front of you because the last thing you want to do is get quiet when your thoughts are toxic. So I wasn't able to get quiet a year ago. I had to kind of clean the roots. You know, I kind of thought of it as a garden with these beautiful flowers, but they weren't they weren't thriving because the soil wasn't doing so well. So I had to reroot. And here we are a year later. And the season's been so rewarding and so incredible. And what's to come? You guys have no idea. Next season on the Sit With Snit podcast, it is going to be a collaborative discussion with a boss woman, mentor of mine, and we're going to be sitting with singlehood. And we're going to be talking about our two very different experiences with being single and what it means. But the bottom line, wherever your life partner may be, whether you're reunited with them or still in the process, you want to be thriving no matter what. And you want to know who you are before you are reunited with them because you want to have a full, complete sense of self before you bring another person into the picture. And I think it's not talked about enough. It's not talked about in a real way enough what it means to be in this journey. You know, people say, just pray, do your hishdadlut, like put in your effort. And like the one line I found myself even saying, and now I get frustrated when I hear is like, oh, I'll just do that once I'm married. No. It's time to do it now. I found myself even saying like, oh, I'll just open up my like marketing agency once I'm married. Like I don't need to be career driven right now. And it's like I can still be career driven because I need to make money (laughs) and also be marriage focused. And the two of them don't contradict each other. We can make space for opposing emotions and experiences and they don't stop us in our ways. Because we're complex beings, we can hold space for two things at once. We can be happy and loving our bodies and grateful for the amazing things they do every day while still striving to create healthier habits for ourselves, right? There's so many dualities that we even possess. We're a duality. We're a body and a soul. So next season on the Sit With Snit podcast, We're going to be really sitting with that duality, particularly in the realm of dating and singlehood. My friends, thank you so much once again for tuning in, taking time to sit with things, and just joining me for the ride. It's time for us to take our pause, but you know where to find me if you're ever needing a little light. Thanks for watching and listening and speak soon.